0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom this is Trubis Opoiskim. Uh, we have the great schutz, Tekhev, or Rosen, from the Star K, uh, the editor of Kashra's Currents, and way more than that, uh, someone that I've come uh, to appreciate, uh, not only for his great knowledge, but for his varmkeit and our shared uh, connection. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call and for willing to present us something that is going to be definitely on everybody's mind uh, uh,
1: very soon. Uh, over 40 years ago, uh, my, very first, um, my, my very first day in Birmingham, Alabama, I received a, uh, a call from Rabnote Zechat uh, Sadek Livrocha to meet me in an oil refinery. Um, it was um, they were making margarine, Sunland Refinery in Birmingham, and he started to. That was the that was the day one of my job and the day one that he that he started taking me under his wings. So I I got my start with oil uh, in in the, in the in the in the Durham actually when they were making margarine. We didn't have uh, olive oil; it was all the other crude oils uh, that were that were used. And I got my actually my <laughs> first. Real start of seeing a refinery of oil when I spent Shabbos with the Reb Nata, and uh, on a Motzei Shabbos he says Rib Tzmi, come, let's go, and we're going to take a ride. So we take a ride in his jalopy into Humco. Humco was in, in Memphis, was uh, an enormous oil refinery, and it was uh, these are the oil refineries that, that supply the United States with uh, the various oils. Uh, the one oil that really they that these refineries uh, do not handle I mean at that time they were handling what they call seed oils uh, which we'll get into the production of them uh, olive oil was really not one of the oils it is made in California uh, and uh, in in terms of its production uh, a lot of the, the what we'll call refined oils they complement each other uh, but as we will see that uh, when the uh, the Mishnah, uh, the Mishnah Menachos, when they speak about you know the the where that we have one that's thing about shlosha zaysim, and shlosha shlosha shmonim, they say they speak about the different olives and an olive oil. So, as we know, as we know, in an in, in our start point of Chanukah on and Tavreshay Gimel, where it says that Kol Hashmonim Vapsilos and the Ramos says, They say, and they talk about the, 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 that how the, the, when they get and they, they produce the olives, which we'll see in, on an olive grove, when they speak about the, the, the thing which is on Berosho, that they, they, they say they, they start picking them. And then the, the ones which were, the, the ones on the top of the tree are the more optimum ones. Then you would have the ones which would, they would go that you'd have to go ahead and they're not so optimum and they would put it into a press. And we're going to see what that, what that means. And then the press is not as good as the ones that is the, uh, the ones that go into the sal. Then, and they say that they, they speak about the ones that are the, the, the first ones, which were, pre, which was which, which were, um they called it a Rishon. Then you would have another ones with the Yavonim, what they call a Shaini. Then you would go ahead and you have a Shlishi, that they say that there are different madregas of olive oil that, you know, each one that had its own tafkid. As it says, Harishon Limonora, And then which interesting, we're gonna see in, in, in the modern day, we will call madregas and shlavim of olive oil, even though we would have a we do definitely have a rishon. We definitely do have a Shani, and we definitely do have a Shlishi. And it's maybe not in the same fashion, but it's close. So the Mishnah sort of gives us a framework of how the olive oil manufacturing, even the Amosa Mishnah, which will have you know various, you know, various um which will, we'll call it different and um look at the bottom of the olive tree. Take a look and it's, they're single trees, single. If you look at, from the old pictures, you see how there's, there's a single branch. That is not the way in which you would have olive trees, as if I have in back of me, an olive tree that came from Eretz royal. and from the alta olive trees, they would always grow three together to give them some strength. The reason why in the modern-day olive trees is just like they would have, like they say that you could have in Spain, they would have shakers that would come, as like they say, they have a sal around the, the olive tree. That's the way that the shaker would be able to go ahead, and they cannot really shake on a on a on a triple on a triple trunk. They would have to shake on a single trunk, but they and and, and by them in the huque ha, olive oil, if the if if the olives touch the ground. It's already it's considered to be a shiny. it would have to be like in a cellar. what they would have a collector a receptacle that would be able to go ahead and to take it to the crush and we're gonna you know we'll, we will see what that what it means by the crush now the 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 fact is that the sometimes you would have if you know, they go we have and go within this olive grove they would have pickers actual actual pickers that would go and really um uh, take it as a collector for the for the for the Zasim to go ahead and to make what we're going to talk about: extra virgin olive oil and other madrig about. In the Mishnah, this is in Pompeian, in Baltimore. This is an old screw press, and they say that the, this is the one thing when they say that they will take the olives and they would go ahead and put the olives under a screw press, and that press would go ahead and press out the is. A uh, stones. These are stone presses where instead of having the the, the screw, this is they, they call about avonim in the Mishnah, that this is where the olives would come just pretty much like a gas for, for for wine, but this is for olives. And then would go ahead and, and and crush the olives, and the olive oil would, would come out, you know, from uh one of the holes. And that that was one way in which this screw press, which you see that they have uh um it would it would go in a circular motion, and that would be the, the ways in which they would be able to extract the olive oil from Bai shani And this is when they speak about Kadim, and this is a klicheres, and this is the way in which olive oil was transported in that time. They've got these these, these are drugs which are there in its entirety. And the reason why we, we have all these things, like in this Pompeii Museum, is that the Balabas David Ben Sadoun, who owns the Pompeian as is a collector and has collected all of these. So this is one type of receptacle that carried olive oils in the Amos of Bai Sheini, collector. And this is what they call a nair. These are Neros. Now these are Neros from Bai Shani. Mm-hmm. And these Neros they even have more primitive Neros, which comes from all the way from the Amos, Yo, know, Joshua bin Nun, that comes from the Knani, which are much more pre, you know, much, much more, or should I say, uh It's more. It's it's a cruder nair, but you see the the seal would be coming through the front, and that's the air hole, and inside of the nair, the nair would contain the olive. Now that's that is what we consider to be a nair. So when they mention in the Mishnah, when they speak about when they speak about the different madregas, the one was for the Menorah, the next one was for Menachas. And then they speak about the one that you would light it at home. Now, this is not for a Hanukkah Hanukkah level, but this this is what they would light at home. And what we call today pumice oil, pumice oil is what they call in Italian lampante. Lampante means that it was made for the lamp. These are the lamps that they would use. This this is the third madrega of olive oil called lampante. Now, Let's understand when I said uh, to tell Rabbi Kebalevich that, that we're going to speak about the fact that there are, what we'll call it, three madregas of oil, what is considered to be mahadrin. This are the olives, which are taken after they, they've been picked from the olive trees that we saw, and they bring them in. Believe it or not, there's they're, they're madregas of olives. These are smaller. They're Olives, which are used for shemen, and there are olives which are used for achila, which are called table olives. Now, you, you, the, the olives which are used for oil extraction are smaller than the ones, and they would have different. You know, they different if you look in this in the store, and you have manzanilla and gordal There are different madregas different sizes of olives. You know, it, but these. I guess if you say if you're going to look into be mashiach, what a kizayis is from, from these from these these are much more these zasim are much smaller than the ones that are that you would sell in the store, which would have jumbos and smalls. So this is after they take it from the pick and there's going to go what we call the crush, and this is how they go ahead and make taken, okay, and crushed. This when they call it a crush, they have a crush also by Yayan which is by a Hamshokh. We're going to see how this is going to be the ham of the of the shemen. But the, those olives are taken and if they're ordered into a into a, a factory, these olives are taken and going through and first crush This is being extracted from as they're emulsifying this thing, and it's where they're coming into the tank and they're separating. From this is like the reshone, and this is very much of a reshone that it's going ahead and that this olives are going and okay and are separating out from the if you want to call it the the the, the pulp uh, uh, of the olives. Okay, next frame after they go ahead and they separate this too, which is not they will t- take it and they will centrifuge it. And this is the oil which they will take it with water. And in a centrifuge, if you notice, these are all, this is what we call extra virgin olive oil. This is, the, this is what, what maybe the Mishnah would call the Rishon because it is being extracted by nothing more than crushing, emulsifying, putting water into it. And those centrifuges will centrifuge out the oil. Harris, yes, these and, and they will go ahead and and, and these this hold, these are large holding tanks that are they are holding extra virgin olive oil, and after this there's going to be some settling and they'll do some filtration and then they pack it and this, this is what we will call your Shem and za zoch now at this stage, I don't have pictures of a refinery, but let me explain to you what happens in in olives when they come and they have the mumchim know when the olives are fit for going ahead and for, for extraction, there is a minimum amount of acidity, there's a maximum amount of, of, of liquid, and if they know that the acidity is on a low madrega, a very low madrega, then they know the only thing they have to do with those olives is to crush them, separate them, filter them, and pack them. That's called the extra virgin olive oil. The oil that I had basically in, in Sunnyland Refinery in Birmingham, Alabama, or the oil that has to be, which is the lower, the, sec- the second schlav of oil, which we called refined oils. Refined oils is that you, are, you can have a refined oil that will be extracted like what we call crude oil that this olive oil that would, would have the, the, this, this oil that was with the, the way that we extracted the extra virgin, you would have a seed oil like soybean oil, corn oil, all of those oils which are crushed and they're pressed out, they get to what we call that madriga of crude. However, it's, the, the oil is too, is too bitter. The oil is too murky. The oil is not on a madrega that just can be pressed, filtered, and packed. It goes through three major, we're gonna to get to the, the, the halacha in a second. They're, they're, they go through a three major, three major steps. Step number one, because they have to neutralize what they call neutralize the, the, the bitterness of the oil, and they will take what they call the crude oil. And that crude oil was like the oil that we went through that we saw in that emulsification. And they will wash it with caustic soda. Basically, they will wash the oil, that oil with Drano. Caustic soda is like draino. And they will go ahead and they, 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 they wash the oil to be able to take out the bitterness and they will separate the oil, like you have a separation there on that separator for the, for the oil, but they have this different type of a separator. And they will separate the, the, the oil that's called neutralized, that separation that separating, well, and they will separate the caustic off what they call soap stock. And, and, they will, and then they'll take the oil that was already neutralized from its bitterness, basically will have no taste from the, from, from the caustic soda. The oil has, the the color is not clear like this, the green clear, uh, it's more cloudy. So then the oil then goes to another stage called, it's called refining with, it's called bleaching. And that refining state of bleaching, they will take diatomaceous earth, which will take clay, and they will filter the oil, and the oil will have, basically, a clear a clear look to it. it they bleach it. like you, somebody will be a bleach blonde, so there they'll bleach out the oil so they'll take any, any negative color out of it. So first is what they call, you wash it with neutralize it with caustic soda, then you'll go ahead and you'll put it through diatomaceous earth. but the oil still has a smell. And the smell, then you would have to go ahead and put it in what they a, de- a deodor deodorization column. And that deodorization column is what they had both in the Durham, where they would have where Nutt's companies of, of Luana, Staley, ADM, Cargill, Riceland, Humco, Bungie, Anderson Clayton, all those, those companies, they would take it and they would deodorize. So when they deodorize the oil, it's like big frying pans. So when you deodorize oil... And you'll get it in through all these deodorization columns. So the oil will come out without a smell, without a color, and, it's, and it will go ahead and it will look like your vegetable oil that you buy in the store. Canola oil is done that way, soybean oil is done that way. When they have refined olive oil, it's done that way. It's not the Zolpikizach because it's been, been gone through. But that's also, that's, that's what they call pure olive oil. If you'll get pure olive oil, they may call it Shemin and but it's not the same thing like extra virgin, because it has to go through all of those madregas. Now, you have to worry about the charsan and Minzogin, the charsan, meaning what we'll call all the pulp of the olive after, after the extraction. So there is still residual oil in the pulp after the extraction. That's what they speak about in the Mishnah that you had that they would do in those days. They would go through and they would take that screw press or that Evan press and take the, the, the final things to take it to that's not going to be for the Menorah, and it's not going to be for the menachas, but it's going to be for that for lamping for the lamps in the house. La ponte. That is what we call today pumice oil. Now, pumice oil is the is the third madrega of the oil, and believe me. When you go ahead and see, because it's this 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 love uh, this, pomace oil is really the oil that they will take it from the the pulp of the olive, or like we'll talk by the grapes, we will call the the zogin, that and you will go ahead and first extract that oil with a solvent called hexane. Hexane is like gasoline, so the first thing that they do is that they will exact, extract the residual oil with hexane and then they go through a Madrid what they call distillation because the hexane will boil off and they'll cap recapture the hexane it'll boil off at a, at a lower temperature and then they, then they what they remain with is crude palmus oil then the crude palmus oil then goes through another process yes, the process of going through the same neutralization and 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 deodorization and uh, bleaching and then and the pomace oil will come out to, to come out nice and clean and fresh but it it is definitely not the selenkin olive oil that we have here is extra virgin olive oil. those are the, those are the difference but 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 if you go into your store and they say you have the olive oil then you know there are going to be different madregas of oil now halacha it says look the mitzvah is imein shem azayit motzoi mitzvah bishmonim sh'a oiran zach v'noki v'nogi medinahs elu lahadlik nishol Shava. So in our Medinas we use, we use Shava. Now obviously if you want to use palm oil and it burns as well as extra virgin olive oil, you know you're exempt hate. It's and basically it's alpi halacha. It's fine. But if you want to take the highest madriga of olive oil that has the least thing that it, that's not being it's not it's not being washed with uh, caustic soda and it's not being w- washed with uh, with clay earth and it's not deodorized in a in a frying pan, you know that's uh, that is uh, the difference between one one madriga of olive oil and another madriga. Want to be to get the hydrant. What should they look for when they go in the store? An extra virgin olive oil. An extra virgin olive oil is basically oil that has been squeezed, separated, and filtered in zehu. There's no, it hasn't been washed with caustic soda, and it hasn't been, been treated with with uh, with diatomaceous earth, and it hasn't been cooked up in a deodorizer. I mean, but, look, alpi alpidin, it's kosher. Alpi alpi hidur. Obviously, the more, more mahudra is the, is the oil that's the it, it's uh, the oil LA, You understand,
0: right? So somebody would want to be mekayim mitzvahs ner of the mahadrin of the most Mahadrin, min mahadrin. I would take the extra virgin olive extra <laughs> and every extra any anything that is packaged in any store as extra virgin.
1: Uh, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. You know, usually I will tell you that, that mistame mistame. I, I I I can't tell from everybody, but but they will probably. Although, although I was in Spain once when the Badats took it from one of our companies, Agrobetica. They were they were sending them they were sending them uh, extra virgin olive oil. Uh, it depends, you know, what you you have to look at. You know, when they have the prepacks, probably the prepacks. The you know I, the 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 the, the, the my of a prepack is that a prepack will burn well, and it don't, you won't get aggravated. You know, because you, you have to make your own psilos. You got to use your own olive. You know, some people. I, I, Everybody has their own patent. So, pro- so probably these uh, companies, and they're all
0: over the place, that are producing these glasses, these glass containers that have the
1: oil, and it looks even frozen.
0: That's probably not extra virgin olive oil in there.
1: If right? it's frozen, if the oil is frozen and sets up like that, it may may very, very well be because it, because that 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 already is you know I'm not sure if a refined oil would would freeze the same way like a palm oil would like in you know, the freeze. But uh, you, have, you have to look and see what it says on the ba- on the box, what what they say, what the contents are. See, I, I don't know if they need to. You know? I don't know. I don't know if they do either. Because it's not a
0: item that's a food item, I don't think it needs to be um, uh, uh, earmarked or specifically written up as the, the, the quality of the oil that's in there. They all have these badats and other types of heksherim, but that I, might not mean... Yes, I, 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 I,
1: but well, you see, look what it says here. This is where now, when it comes into great seed oil, and we spoke about seed oil. I said that basically, when what the, the oils that I was dealing with in some of the Refinery, that in in that refinery, um, there are cultural traits there, But that, that but that, those are seed oils. Now, um, here where you see in halokha yudah ha-chatsanim v'azogim shalom b'dekachavim v'chein sh'mor a-ya'in shalom toch yud be'ez asurim v'hano. Now that, harzanim and zogim are what we call grape seeds and grape skins. When you have something which we'll call a grape, you know, grape skin extract, that would be a grape skin extract, which they say toch yud be'ez is no good. Asurim Bahanoh. Well, achar yud be'ez mutarim afilim v'achilom. When they speak about shmariya in Shalhem, and they speak about and they speak about the things about the uh, where you you have the leaves of of the, of the wine, there is residual wine in this thing. The halacha says now the same thing which they speak about in the same in the same in the same siman. We talk about the kankanim, which is like in the next thing, which is the uh, uh, the kankanim or the, the on on the next halacha. When they speak about the yain and that's called Weinstein. That when they say yain and nikrush, that's called that's called Weinstein, which we would call cream of tartar. This is that's the halacha of cream of tartar, or where they or after Yibush. Now, but as far as we're concerned, the halacha before that, where it says v'hanim kneeling should to tamdan avalim lo tamdan asurim le'oilam afilim yavsham b'tan. Now, this is a very important thing to understand. When we have, give a, a hechshir of, 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 of grape seed oil, grape seeds and grape skins, which we have in France, has as they say here, look carefully. Tamdon means it has to be washed. The seeds have to be washed because there is residual wine now we're talking about here not wine that comes from Baron Herzog. We're talking about wine that comes from Gallo. We're talking about wine that comes from Trefe, from a Trefe Stam Yenom, which is Aser Aser Aser. Yain shall I of the that they speak Chazanim and the Yain and all this stuff. They have in this in the Chazanim and Zogim have residual wine in it. Halacha states befaverish, you have to go ahead. And in, in, in France, there's a, what they call a distillery. The distilleries take wine, all the harzanim and zugin, for the hundreds of different places which are making yayin. And the first thing that they do in this distillery, which is that they use it for pharmaceutical wine, they use it for color, but the harzanim, the seeds, are washed. Now. There's one thing that we know about seed oils, which would mean like soybean oil, corn oil, all this thing, which is not, the oil is, is taken not like we, we saw in the, the crush, emulsified and, and separated. These seed oils must be mechanically pressed like we saw from that first screw press that we saw in the olive press. A screw press Can oil can only be extracted when it is dry. That's the halacha. What they say about So now, Yibush is Yibush is the is a necessary component. a necessary component of being able to go ahead and to extract the wine. But as, as opposed from corn or soybean or canola, which is rapeseed, the only thing they need is Yob Shon Betanur. As far as grapeseed oil, you have to have Tamdon to get off the Yayin, and then you have Yibush, and then you have Yob Shon Betanur. Now, but you're dealing here, as you have this, this oil that's coming out from these Chartzanim and Zogim, which is where right now it's, they separates the Chartzanim. That chartzanem has dried down to, if you think about, they're drying it down to 7% moisture. A kernel of rice is 11% moisture. You, when, they take the, 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 when they take a sirah for, uh, for, for, for matzis and the, and the chita, it's 14% moisture. 17% moisture is too much. 14% is, is, is ripe for cutting. Rice is dry. These chartzanem are even drier and they go ahead and extract it. But we go ahead, when you go ahead and extract it, then we have to you go ahead and you went through the same hexane distra- extraction and the same refining, like we said, we had the refining with the, neutral, the with the caustic soda, and we have the thing, the bleaching with the diatomaceous earth, and you go into the thing. But you, your starting point is, is, is the chartzanam, and zogim of the kachavim. Now, so I say, you have four minutes to mincha, Rabbi. Here is the here is the kicker. When you make the oil, it's nishtaneh. It's the khartzanim and zogim are, of yovdei Dei Chachamim are nishtaneh. Are nishtaneh to something which is hetero. Some for paskings that way, the, the mishkos Yakov paskins that way, the, the shus Yakov paskings that way, it's either that, you know, they say, well, the ya'in might be contained. Contain, it's it's a bria chadoshah. It's a bria It is actually the aside of kitniya shni'shtanu, When it comes to Pesach, and we have kitniya shenishtanu, I think I may have the the, the, the next, the, the nice echelim on this halacha, that is the aside why you should be mater. Because what's kitnius? We say that the kitnius is also from the Midrash the, the zeirah was not oil, It's nishtanah. It's the chartzanim and zogim are, of Yod and Chachamim are nishtanah. Are nishtanah to something which is hetero. Some cipher paskings that way. The, the mishkosh yaakov Pasukin that the, the shus yaakov Pasukin that way. It's either that, you know, they say, well, the ya'in might be contained. Cont- it's it's a bria chadasha. It's a bria chadasha. It is actually the aside with Kitneya when it comes to Pesach, and we have Kitneya I think I may have the, the, the next, the, the nice Akalim on this halocha, that is the aside why you should be mater. Because what's Kitneya? We say that the kidneys is also from the Midrash That The xera was not on, that, that's some I'm sorry for that. The Gzerah was not. The Gezer was not on the shemin Kitnius. Shemen Kitnius is something which is a zach. That's what's happening by the chazanim and zogim. It's the same process that we make the pumice oil. It's a zach that's coming out, either that it's it was, either contained within, or that it's, it's, it says, nizhatech imenu shemen, hatir. That's what they say. That's why you should have the heter. All, by all stretches of the imagination, you should go ahead and be mater kitniy shenishtanu. But when Rav Haiman went ahead and spoke to Rav Yashuv and spoke to Zichron uh, Levrocha and he spoke to Shlomo Zalman Zichron they say no. Even though even though it is alpidin and we take grapeseed oil because it's and it's become a new Zach. we're machmir on kitniy shenishtanu on Pesach. But the Chumra, the Pischo. what, what it comes out is a ya, what we call Ha'olam Hofuch Ro'isi. Here it is with the Yayin, which is from the Kachovem. They can even say the Yayin from the Kachovem that you go in and take those Charzadim and Zogvins, Nishapach Leheter. Comes in, even with Shem and Kidnius, which is a Gzaira on the Gzaira. So we're machbir, and that's, and that's the irony of the Psach. Then here we go, and we're 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 we're, so, we're Machmir on kiddush
0: from Was the natia of Rav Haiman to be Matir, and he just didn't want to do it because of Revolution? Yeah,
1: no, his natia was to ask. So when he wants to be Matir or Matir, but he, when his natir was, he really wanted to hear what they had to tell. He needed a, he wanted Adrachov from the gedolim.
0: Right, and as I mentioned to you off pod, uh, when we talked about what your subject was going to be, we know that uh, this was the battle that Rav Cook, and Kodeshul Drachah, fought. In Eretz Yisroel, when he wanted to be matir, uh, shemen shemin,
1: uh, sesame seed oil. Yeah, yeah. That so that, but look, nowadays in Eretz Yisroel, they're vachmir- famously matir peanut oil. We don't find peanut oil. <laughs> right.
0: So it sounds like we've, you know, if Ramesha was matir peanut oil, sounds like because uh, he held that was that was a, 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 a an object that was not even known as man of the xera
1: right said, uh, so it's very it's very interesting to you know that here it is that um it that the and shnishthanu that when they they speak about it that it's it, you know it, it's come it's come into with uh, as if you, you want to call it it's it's, a, it's like a brikhadasha but nevertheless you know they're um uh, you know what can i say Homer,
0: so what well, we so we've taken you Baruch Hashem, from hanukkah to to pesach and uh i can't think of a more gazunta way Uh, to open into the Hanukkah season and to take us straight through. Yeah. uh, Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.